Welcome to the Trending Tab. My name is Nathan Dyke. Here with me is my co-host, Connor Boucher. Welcome to the show. Tweets by idiots for idiots. We got a really spicy episode for you today. We're going to be talking about J.K. Rowling, Kanye West, and a whole bunch more. Say hello, Connor. What's up? Howdy. How you doing? Are you ready to lead us into our, uh, our first topic today? Yeah, let's get right into it. Let's. For this week, let's start it off with n- nobody other than the legendary author, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this week on Sunday, she decided to go on Twitter and discuss about the long-term health risks of cross-sex hormones. Yeah. And specifically that how they're being often minimized or denied by trans activists. Yeah. And it's affecting these children who struggle with their sexuality. And so when they go into a doctor and they're like, you know, I'm depressed. Um, it, they don't, they'll just often say that they're just depressed. Mm-hmm. They won't explain I'm depressed because I'm not in my favored sexuality. Yeah. So often they're being forced to, change their sexuality because that's immediately what the doctors think is the problem they think oh they're depressed because they are not their preferred sexuality mm-hmm. so now this is causing this big issue of these children who the doctors think that their depression is solved when in fact there's actually a bunch of underlining you know reasons why other than that they're not in their favorite sexuality yeah so that's leaving a lot of children unsolved with their problems JK JK Rowling has been in the news a lot lately. She's been getting a, a ton of hate. Uh do you think this like this hate is justified? Well, kind of yes because you know, not she is not an expert on the entire entirety of the subject. Yeah. So definitely for that sure. I agree with. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go off of this and talk about this based on if this, you know, what if this is the truth? Like there are thousands of children who their depression is not being solved. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge issue. For yeah. us. So you think JK Rowling's right on this, on this issue that kids shouldn't well, be getting these, uh, these like in some cases they get uh puberty suppressants or whatever, you know? Do you think she's right on this issue? I think there's some legitimate claims that she has, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's not every case by case, but yeah. I think that there definitely could be somebody who was, you know, they thought the doctors thought, okay, let's just change their sexuality. Cause you know, obviously if they don't like their sexuality and they change it, that'll at least make them a little happy, but that doesn't solve the root of the problem of these children. Yeah. You know, people have many other health, like mental challenges, like OCD, anxiety, depression, all of these things. Mm -hmm. So when you think that something is the solution to the problem, but it's not an actually, it doesn't help at all with the problem. Yeah. I mean, Uh, let's start at the beginning here. JK Rowling, this comes off a, a couple, couple, uh, threads from jk rowling earlier in the week where she stated that uh trans women are not actually women um and she's gotten a lot of heat in the twitter community and uh also the trans community saying for saying these things do you think like 
do you think this is justified? Do you think what she said was, was right for her to say? Not to like <laughs> keep putting you on the spot <laughs> and be like, do you think this is right? Do you think this is a, do you think she should have said this? And not that JK Rowling is the, is the, uh, <laughs> judge and jury on all these subjects, but she has been very vocal in, in a lot of these issues currently. So I just want to mm-hmm. see like what you think. Okay, so I think if you go back to how that entire topic started, Mm -hmm. she says um, trans women are not real women because Mm -hmm. they don't get a period. Yeah. And I I agree with that with a caveat. Bruh. (laughs) She got torn up over that. She just got destroyed. (laughs) I think her choice of words was very poor. Yeah. You know, there's... There's definitely a difference between genetic women and trans women. Uh, for and sure. that's just <laughs> that's simply <laughs> that's that is, that's they have different body parts. Oh, yeah, and that's how sure. it is. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to make that case saying trans women are not real women. Yes. Yeah. She was trying to make the case of, of in, in it, uh, as a scientific like fact. Yeah. And it's a it's a it becomes a very extreme opinion, yeah. especially on a place like Twitter, which is a very political social media platform. Yeah, probably the most. <laughs> if I were her, instead, I would have said, "Trans women are not the same as genetic women because they have different body parts." Yes, biologically. And I think, and I think that was basically the entire topic of what she was just getting behind. Yeah, but said it in a little more extreme way. Yeah. And, and, and since then, Twitter and, and a lot of the LGBTQ plus community has has destroyed her, has like denied her, has dumped her in the streets. Every single main character from the Harry Potter films has publicly come out against her <laughs> since mm-hmm. yeah. she has said this. So I think that is probably one of the craziest things to come out of this whole thing is that everyone she has worked with in the past has come out against her and and from from a topic or a point that she was trying to make that i don't necessarily see as very controversial or very um like far out you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. I, i i don't think the hate that she's getting is justified i don't think she i agree with you i don't think she said it correctly or it could have been worded much much better uh than than how (laughs) it was worded worded in her tweets and like twitter of all places to discuss these huge very very nuanced discussions especially if you're if you're very um left-leaning and you agree with all of that which uh from a human rights uh standpoint i do agree with i do agree with that Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's it's absolutely it's kind of hilarious what is happening. It's kind of hilarious. And, and now with all these children who are now taking these you know cross sex hormones, yeah, this is the first time because this is such a new problem. It's mm-hmm. the first time that we are seeing the long term effects of children taking these cross sex hormones. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of cases of heart problems are coming up yeah and so what do you think about that do you think that knowing these health risks that children should still be allowed or do you think that they do you think that there's like a point like hey you know because 
a lot of people don't mentally mature mm-hmm. until after college. Yeah. Especially, especially guys. Guys take, sure. on average, longer to mentally mature. For sure. <laughs> Genetic, genetically born guys take longer to mentally mature than genetically born women. Yeah. And so with, do you uh, think... Yeah. With, with how complex this topic is, I think it's a very easy stance for me to take that that even allowing these children to make the decision to biologically alter themselves is inhumane. I think that's a very easy stance to take, especially for me. Like, And I agree. I think it's such a large decision that you can't come back from. Yeah. There's you, you can't come back from doing that. Yeah. There, there's no way right yeah, now for it, you to come from back a from a decision, decision you make. Yeah. From a, a decision that you make when you're like nine years old, probably may, yep. maybe it depends on the child, but for, for real, like I, I don't, and this is, mm-hmm. and this is another thing that JK Rowling gets at is these children are being forced quote, quote unquote forced to make these decisions to yeah. change their gender mm-hmm. and thinking it's going to solve their case of depression. Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't, and now all of a sudden, they're a different gender, which they may or may not have wanted. You know, yeah. it depends on who, case by case again. Mm-hmm. But now they are stuck with if they didn't want it. Now they're stuck with that. They can't go back from that. Yeah. And so that's where it becomes. It doesn't even solve the problem more. It becomes another problem for these children. Yeah. And that's why I personally think that we should be. They should be waiting. I think till at least 18 to make that decision because that it's, you know, you're, you're a child. You are not mentally mature enough to make that decision. Yeah. I think, I think for sure we don't even know the actual, actual long-term health effects that these medications have and these sorts of decisions have. And obviously like in a lot of these children, it causes depression, depression. Um, if you're an adult, it, like like you said, if you're over 18, if you're an adult, if you're old enough to make these decisions and pay for them on your own, I think go for it. 100%. I am 100% for it. You have the Agreed. decision, you have the decision in your hands. Like it's not going to affect me, so I don't care. So go ahead and do it. If it makes you happy, pursue it and go for it. But like these children who do not know how it's going to affect the rest of their lives, I think it, it really does need to be looked at more critically. I totally agree. Yeah. That we can't have children make these, you know, huge decisions by themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times the parents are there, but at the end of the day, the parents are not mind readers. They don't yeah. know exactly what that child is going through. And they can't tell the future either. They don't know what the, exactly. the, 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 the child is going to think in the future when it's irreversible. Yep. Nobody's a mind reader. Nobody can predict the future. Nobody's a time travel. And yeah. you can't come back from these decisions. Yeah. So that's so, why you need to be mentally ready to make these decisions. Yeah. So how do you see this this going on further? Do you think J.K. Rowling is going to continue like her political tirades on Twitter for the next couple of weeks, or do you think like she's going to back into the shadows once again, like she does every couple of years? You know, I think it's going to happen again for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she went through something personally about this. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Okay, here it is. I've written and spoken about my own mental health challenges, which include OCD, depression, anxiety. 
I did so recently in my essay, Turf Wars. I've taken antidepressants in the past, and they helped me. Mm-hmm. Many health professionals are concerned that the young people struggling with their mental health are being shunned towards hormones and surgery when this may not be in their best interest. Many, myself include, believe we are watching a new kind of conversation therapy for young gay people who are being set on a long life path, a medication that may result in the loss of their fertility and or full sexual functions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is her saying, you know, when she was, she's taken these antidepressants that have helped in the past and that was solved the root of her problem yeah now these people are be giving something that is not solving the root of the problem in fact can create a bigger problem for them yeah for sure yep i think it's 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 a tough topic for sure and i think there is a lot of a lot of nuance and sympathy in all of it um definitely towards everyone who thinks that they are not uh, not accepted in their own body. I think there's a lot of sympathy there. Um, but man, mm. th- there has to be some sort of regulation on this thing. It's, it's, it's insane. I agree. When it comes to minors, there needs to be regulation. What, a, what an uplifting topic. <laughs> what an Was uplifting that? topic. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a wonderful way to start off this episode. Don't you agree? I I agree. I agree. Do you want to go to an so, even better topic? Or do you I want to keep so. talking about this? Uh, do you have something else to say? I was just going to close it up by saying, you know, again, we, we agree that it is your human right to do that. For sure. But I, we, I think we can both agree that there is a point when they are not mentally ready for that change. Yeah. yeah. And that's what needs to be regulated. Not, not the yes. surgery, not changing your gender, none of that. Just... Yes being ready to make that big of a mental decision. It's like getting behind a car. You're accepting that you are mentally ready to be able to drive a car and not kill people. Mm -hmm. And so when you make that decision, you're mentally saying, Hey, I'm, I know the consequences of this, not saying they're bad consequences. They're just a reaction of something that's happening. I know the consequences of this. And I like that. That is what I want in my life. Yeah. And if that's what you want, go for it. Absolutely. Agreed, one hundred percent. Well, that was uh, that was J.K. Rowling this week on the trending tab. Uh, she was pretty high up there for a while. I think she was number one for uh, for a good bit of the day early on in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so she so. was way up there. Uh, do you want to move on to the next topic? Let's go ahead. Bring us in our next topic. All right, this is a huge, huge, huge topic. So just a precursor. Uh, this deals with a lot of um, a lot of drama uh, within within the Twitch community and within the Smash community uh, as a whole. And, and just a precursor to all of this, um, with this many allegations and stories coming out, it is impossible for us to track down every single one. Um, and we are not here to judge the accuracy of the allegations, nor the character of the abusers, nor deny the victim's claim. We're not here to do any of that. Uh, we're just here to talk about what is happening, uh, in the community as a whole. Um, so small recap, uh, Sky Williams was trending at number two in the U S, uh, after he streamed, um, I think it was, I think it was Tuesday morning, I think is, or Tuesday night is when he streamed. Um, yeah, on July 6th with a statement about the sexual abuse within the Smash Bros community, specifically related to the abuse 
that happened within Sky House, which is his um, his uh, sort of house of streamers and Smash Bros competitors and stuff like that. Um, so in the stream, he outs like a ton of personal details, um, like living situation, living situations, rent split recounts of the sexual abuse, the stuff that happens in happened in his home. Um, and he admits, uh, that he himself is guilty of, of abuse and is complicit in many of the incidents that occurred in sky house. But for most of the stream, it is, it is him crying and explaining why other people should shoulder the blame really. And, and if you really know, if <laughs> If you really know Sky and you know how he has acted within the Smash Bros. community, you know, he's he's full of crap. He's he's a clout chaser. He's there for the clout. Um, I think one of the most telling tweets that I saw uh, in this whole debacle was one that had a screenshot of the house chat, um, the Sky house chat where Sky threatens to break an object of value of each of the Sky House residents unless they pay him $350 by 6 a.m. because wow. someone invited <laughs> someone invited someone over without telling Sky first. Someone had a guest over. Maybe for the day, maybe for the night, I don't know. But he threatened them with that action. Which just wow. shows to you how <laughs> what kind of person he is, you know? So yeah, what, this are, what are your is, thoughts this is on big. this? This is huge. Like th- this, this is this a whole thing huge, is huge community. This isn't just the Smooth Smash Bros community. This is yeah. also the Twitch community. Both of which are huge communities. Yep. And this is so, happening everywhere. Like all these allegations coming out, this is happening everywhere. Yeah. So this what is what are huge. your thoughts? Like what is happening? Like that all First of this of, is coming out. First of all, just want to say thank you for the brave people that are coming out with this. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, when these people are coming out, they're they're not coming out to destroy somebody. Usually, there are there yeah. are cases of revenge where people are coming out to destroy people, but yeah. usually that's not the case. Usually, it is either a form of closure to say, "Hey, this happened." Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, and most of the time that it's coming out is to protect other this happening to other from other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we saw like Fedmeister a couple of weeks ago. Now, you know, we had a yeah. bunch of people come out against him because they tried to deal with it privately. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. So that's when they said, you know what? He didn't deal with it privately. You know, we got to deal with this publicly now. Yeah. We need to hold him accountable to solve these solutions. And that's what I think a lot of people coming out are doing. They're like, hey, this happened to me. I'm. I'm tortured, emotionally scarred, mentally scarred. You know, I'm not right right now. I'm depressed because of this. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody else going through these tough times like I am. Yeah. So so if you see these people, you know, try not to go, not try not to bash them or anything. Just support them. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Like victims do need a lot of, a lot of support. It is very hard to come out with abuse especially with some of the people in this community that are so huge to uh to accuse them of such heinous acts like zero Mm -hmm. zero was accused of receiving nudes from a 14 year old girl 
yeah. with his knowledge that she was 14 years old. And, yeah, and, and personally, I've been watching Zero forever since, you know, yeah. Smash Brawl. That, he he what, won what, the six tournament years? at E3. <laughs> yeah. He shook hands with Reggie Fisame. He is a god in the Smash Brawl For those Bros. of you community. who don't know, Reggie, what was, was his official title again? He was the president of Nintendo America. <laughs> One of the biggest video game companies in mm-hmm. the world. In one of the most influential countries of the world, that the mm-hmm. president of that, mm-hmm. he shook hands with him just to show you how big of a deal that this is, how big these people are. Yeah, people people knew who these these competitive gamers were. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in in prize money have been won Absolutely. by these people. Nairo, Nairo was accused of having a relationship with a fifteen year old boy, like. And it was all true. It was, it, he admitted he deleted mm-hmm. his Twitter account over this. He was fully exposed and he apologized. He came out and apologized. But this is high level, disgusting crap that is coming out. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely insane how deep this goes. Nearly every single high-level person, whether it's Twitch with Dr. Disrespect, we don't know what he did, but he got banned. Destiny 2, their whole community just went through this. And Mm -hmm. now the same thing is happening to the Smash Bros. community. All of the high-level players, almost all of them, have had some some sort of allegation come out against them. Yeah. It is... Is there is there hits out? What do you think? You know, I don't know. And I, I think it's just a reaction effect. You know, when one person does it, yeah. everybody's been doing it now. Like, you know, it, it sure. started with, with politics, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is people trying to take down other people from mm-hmm. those. With a lot of the claims, just not being able to validate or provide enough evidence. And it's, again, it's politics. There's a lot of people trying to bash other people. But now we're coming out with the gaming community, right? Yeah. You know, these, these people, are, they're, they're pretty popular, but they're not like, there's nothing from the, for these people to gain by taking them down. Not like yeah. politics, where if you take somebody down, you get the power now. Mm-hmm. With this, there's nothing to gain. Yeah. So most, like 99% of the time, it's true cases of yeah. people doing this. And it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, these people, I think they need to be, you know, set on a correct course. They need to be punished because if you don't punish somebody, even if they, they say they're remorseful, they're going to do it again. There, it's very, very hard for people to actually say, you know, I'm sorry, and then go on a correct path without either receiving some kind of help form of, through a form of positive reinforcement for their good actions or negative reinforcement for their bad actions. Yeah. And so I think that needs to be addressed, especially with how big this community is and all these cases coming out, just show you how much was manifesting in the back. You know, nobody knew about this This is like, this has been happening over like five plus years now. Does that sound correct? Yeah. Yeah. Over, over that. Yeah. Over five plus years. Mm -hmm. And it's been because the gaming community is so small, even if there were stories about it, it doesn't get spread around that much. But now we're in 2020. These are, it's a huge community. And Mm -hmm. 
there is it's it's very very popular you know i yeah i know almost everybody that everybody i know at least follows like one of these people mm-hmm. you know it's they 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 are pop this is a popular community these are popular people that have done this stuff and it's disgusting yeah and as much as i won't want you know say oh i hate this person i hate this person i think there's a point in which so much negative reinforcement for their bad actions. So that's saying, Hey, you did this wrong. You're getting punished for this. Mm -hmm. There becomes a point where I do think it's too much and that people become depressed, you know, and they should be remorseful of their actions. They'd be, they should be sad and say, you know, I messed up. I feel bad about what I did that saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm sad about what I did because mm-hmm. I hurt somebody. I'm sad about that. Mm-hmm. So you but, think these people should be removed or do you think they should be forgiven? That is up to, to me, that is up to the victim, you know, yeah. as, as much as I'd love to see him again, I know what they've done Yeah, and it's, it's, it becomes a little hard to, you know, trust somebody again after that. You yeah. know, you can always say, you know what? They reflect on their actions and they pushed forward. You know, they've, they've, um, uh, sorry. They've gotten better with the victim. They asked mm-hmm. for forgiveness from the victim. Then the victim are now, they're happy again. The victim mm-hmm. was able to move on without the victim being pressured to say, yeah, I forgive you. Yeah. And, be able to move on from that and learn from that experience and grow in life. Yeah. But they need a negative reinforcement for that not to happen again. Yeah. But as I was saying too, there is such thing as too much negative reinforcement. And I think there needs to be a tons of positivity for the victim. They, yeah. they just went through one of the most traumatic experiences in their life. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't happen again. And yeah. hopefully it's not happening to everybody day by day. Mm-hmm. But, in order for somebody to get better, there needs to be at least one person in their life. And I, just one person in their life that's saying, hey, I'm here for you. This is this is the path that I need you to go on to help you get better. Mm-hmm. Because without that, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm depressed about what I did, but I don't know where to go from here. They, yeah. they need that help from somebody. Otherwise, it ends up with a lot of depression and... With, especially with our gaming community, depression tends to lead to suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I definitely think that the reason all of this is coming out is because of it is becoming more and more accepted to come out uh, with these sort of allegations. Um, and I agree that there is that there is a point where a community can turn on someone so harshly that it 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 does harm a person more than it probably should. Yes, these people did horrible things. They did horrible things, and they deserve horrible things to them. <laughs> not not to not not I don't know. Yeah, it, it's very it's very tough. It's it's very tough, and I think the most important thing to do would be support the victim. You know, yeah, if if you're gonna sure. do anything, support the victim. You don't. Yeah. It'd be better for you to go try and help the victim than to crucify the offender. Yeah, you'll do for a sure. lot more good doing that 
than to try yeah. to crucify the offender. I agree there 100%. It, it won't do as much good to attack the offender than it does to lift up the, uh, the, uh, the victim. And I will say this though, there has been a couple cases of false victims in the community. Like, uh, with Mewtwo King, there was a whole thing that came out against him and it turned out to be completely 100% false. So at where, where, where does the community stop being the judge and the jury? And, and how do we respond when a victim comes out and it's not exactly true? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what I was saying earlier is about supporting the victim, not yeah. the offendee because, or the, sorry, the offender, because if the nine out of 10 times you, the offender is going to know really the only people who know what knew what happened would be the victim and the offender. Those are the only two people who knew what actually happened. Yeah. And so this is why I'd rather try and help the victim than the offender. Mm -hmm. Because if the victim was wrong, guess what? You didn't hurt the offender. Yeah. Because if you, if you're so bold as to make a claim to tell the offender to go kill himself or herself, Mm -hmm you're going to you're going to be in the wrong for saying yeah. that because they were falsely claimed against mm-hmm. and that that wouldn't make me feel good <laughs> that's that's for sure for so, sure and that's where i think the the community not just the community our entire society needs to be heading towards yeah obviously the offender if true needs to be punished for what they did remorseful and grow from there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really tough because of those cases. They stir up the cases of these false claims. They stir up so much chaos because now yeah. all of a sudden we're like, okay, we support these people, support these people, support these. Oh, hold up. Yeah, this the person Smash is community is in shambles. <laughs> like, yeah. where, do, where do we go from here? All like, these people are, are, are canceled if you associate with them. The, yeah, <laughs> you you are canceled as well. Yeah, and that's what's like if and if you don't trust one of these victims, though, right? If so, if we label all these victims in one group, right, mm-hmm. which is really easy to do when we're talking about social media and mm-hmm. large cases like this. Yeah, when it's like if 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 your best friend stabs you in the back, you're not gonna trust your best friend anymore. Mm-hmm. So when you group all these people as like one collective. And mm-hmm. one of them lies, it becomes very difficult for a community to trust them, another victim. Yeah. Because they're treated as one collective. And one, one false group. victim can ruin it for many other actual victims. Exactly. And that's why I have disdain towards these false claim hoods. Mm-hmm. Let me preference not only the false ones. The true ones, <laughs> obviously, true ones, I support. Obviously. Justice should be served. Justice mm-hmm. should be served for the true ones, obviously. And I, and I don't think in these cases any party should be judged until we have evidence against them. You know, We should have, I think, honestly, in my opinion, I don't think the community should be involved at all. I think, although it is hard, it, I will say this is very hard and this is not... This is not the the uh, the victim's fault. Uh, 
But I think everything, especially cases like these, should be brought to the police, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I right. think our, our, our police and our justice, uh, justice system is so ill-equipped for these sort of things. Um, it is hard, and it is hard to decipher the truth in all these things. Uh, it is not, it is not really the justice system's fault. It is not really the victim's fault and it's not really the community's fault. I would just, I I don't know how this would be fixed, but I believe that this should be handled by a higher authority that is entrusted to do this rather than Mm -hmm. leaving it to the community to just figure it out for (laughs) one another for themselves and then judging accordingly, you know? Mm Because the community can can bandwagon and judge wrongly, right? And Mm -hmm. if we and if we had a a competent (laughs) justice system, we wouldn't have to judge. You know that Mm -hmm. wouldn't be our job in the community to cancel people, right? Yeah, I totally agree. Like everything, ideally, you would want everything to be handled between the victim and the offender, and then if that can't be solved that's usually where our government would come in and yes. view the case. You if, know. if it is, if a crime was not committed, it should be handled between the, uh, the offender and the victim. Mm-hmm. Well, actually if a crime I kind was of, committed I, or, or do you disagree? I kind of disagree with that. Really? And, but here's the reason it would never work. So I, the reason I disagree with that is I think honestly, you know, if, if it's possible, the victim and the offender, you know, with as much support as they need should be handling that between them. But Mm -hmm. the reason that we can't do that in society is because nobody trusts anybody. Nobody really, a lot of people don't own up to the, the full mistake they made. They usually dumb it down or something like that. And so that's why we have a justice system is because nobody can sit down and have that conversation and both and the offender to fully admit to everything he did in the full that he was wrong and then give an adequate um reprimand uh, give an adamant uh sorry discipline discipline for yeah, his offense just use, just use that word <laughs> <laughs> so that that's why we need the justice system you know yeah and 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 there are evil people in the world. Let's let's not. Yes, there there are evil people who don't feel remorse for what they do, mm-hmm. and that that's very very true. But and to say we need a higher justice system, I totally agree. But that's also a dangerous thing because it needs to be. For sure. It needs to be the government and not like a website like Google or YouTube. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that's when it becomes <laughs> very Google, dangerous. If Google was in charge, <laughs> like if, if it was, we like, would all be if, dead. If, if, if Google was in charge, then everybody would be off the platform immediately because they're a business and they have to worry about their image. You know. Oh yeah. They they have to sell ads to people on there. You know, Twitter Twitter sells ads. Um, mm-hmm. Reddit sells ads. Instagram sells ads. Facebook sells ads. You know. So if you have somebody that. If if you have like a YouTube video, like one of these Smash Bros. people, you know, and you know they've been accused of something, doesn't mm-hmm. even matter if it was true or if it was false, you're not going to play an ad because yeah. they're... It's, it's a, easier for you to yeah. just remove them and not exactly. deal with the issue. 
than it is to dive into it and see if it's true or not, if the, any of the allegations are true or not. But I do agree. We need some kind of, um, some kind of force to help. Um, I don't want to use the term police the internet because it's, you know, it, I don't want to associate with controlling the internet, but yeah. to, to be, um, to be dedicated to crimes on the internet because I would beg to say 50% of our lives are now spent at least on the internet. Yeah. 50% or more because everything's posted online, but our police force is so inadequately equipped for the on online portion yeah. that mm, unless the stuff is, you know, brought into court or something like that, nothing mm. is really done about anything online. Yeah. And if, and if something is brought to the police and there's evidence, do you know how hard it is to get something done? Even if you have evidence, even if there is, it takes months, months to go through a court case, months. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just, and that's, that's a topic for a different time. I think we should wrap this one up. I think that's a topic for a different time though. The entirety of the justice system, how it works is very, (laughs) it's, it's huge. It's a huge topic. And I don't think I know, or I, or I'm comfortable was speaking on how that should be handled. <laughs> I agree. I'm I'm not a justice expert. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. We're just here to talk about Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just That's you know, all just here. all the love and support for the victims. But you know, they, for sure. All this to say that there is a big outrage in the gaming community in general, Super Smash Bros, Twitch, YouTube, all that. That there there's some there's some a lot of problems going on right now and to say that we don't know how to solve them, I think is an accurate say- statement. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Next topic. You ready? Oh, no. <laughs> this is it, boys. This is the big one. Mr. Kanye West, uh, billionaire philanthro- th- philanthropist, playboy, uh, Music artist genius Kanye West announces his bid for the 2020 presidential uh, election. Oh, what do you think? (laughs) I think we need to back this up and add a little more history to this. When did he (laughs) first come up with the idea of her becoming a presidential camp or becoming a president? So the, the first time the first time Kanye ever mentioned running for president was back in 2016 um, when Trump uh, announced his uh, candidacy or uh, his bid for the election. Um, did he like say he was officially going to run there and then drop he, out or did he? He said in 2020 that he was going to run for president Got uh, it. during a concert after which he fainted and was rushed to a hospital and. Uh, kept there for many days for mental health issues, obviously. that I, th- I believe yeah. that is when he was uh, diagnosed with bipol- bipolar disorder. Hmm. I think that's, so that, that's that leads us that to started. today. Um, that, that There's so much in between there and now. There is the bout with depression and bipolar disorder that Kanye went through. There is, um, there is his... Uh, release of Yay, uh, one of his best albums, by the way. 
There is his support of the president, Donald Trump, in between there. Uh, when he had these whole bunch of weird interactions with the president when he got elected, like taking a picture with him when he was president-elect, wearing uh, the MAGA hat, um, saying that Trump had dragon energy on Twitter back in like 2017, 2016, um, and further support after that, um, all the way up till after the release of Jesus, Jesus is King. There is so much to unpack in this story. It is, it is insane. Uh, the, the journey Kanye has been all, all up to this past couple of weeks where Kanye claims he no longer supports Trump. He's not going to put the red hat back on and that he himself is going to run for president. <laughs> now, Nathan, I, I know, you know, you're not an expert in Kanye, but I know I've known you for a while. And I know that you are a big fan of Kanye. I'm a huge fan of Kanye. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you think that any of this has to do with kind of, you know, I know he's been working on a new album lately and, you know, you said earlier that he's, <laughs> he initially announced his bid for 2020 um, presidential election after all the, I'm saying, leading up all to I'm the, saying is that Con every time Kanye wiles out on Twitter is right before the release of an album. <laughs> that is that is the only time Kanye is active on Twitter. That is the only time he causes this much stir stir in politics in the world of music. This is the only time that people are talking about Kanye this much, and there is a reason. It's because he's about to drop an album. That's so all do it you, is. Do you think if do you think if he drops this album before the election in November mm -hmm. that he'll drop his you know presidential bid? Oh, for sure. Um, so? How I see this happening is I think he's going to continue up until uh, election day. Uh, before then, he's going to drop the album. He's going to continue to election day. He's going to drop out maybe right before um, and say he's going to run again next year, uh, next election cycle for sure. I think that's how it's going to roll. He's going to be quiet, uh, after election day, he's going to be quiet for another four years or another year till he drops another album. <laughs> so, and we've been seeing Kanye, you know, people are saying he's running for the black vote. He's taking away votes from Biden. Do you think that maybe mm -hmm. this is just literally a strategy to take votes away from Biden? And he actually does in fact support Trump and is trying to bolster <laughs> Trump. Okay. So this is, elected. this is a, this is in my opinion, a stupid topic because in the past year, the blacks have totally disowned Kanye. Kanye's basically, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I was going to say Kanye is basically white. Uh, and from, probably the point of view of a black person. Maybe he is. I'm not, I'm not a black person, so I can't say, but the past year, Kanye has been on the side of the enemy basically, which is Trump. He has been hyping him up. He has been supporting him all the way. He's been wearing the red hat. And then all of a sudden he is <laughs> running for president. I don't think that Kanye can take away black votes. Maybe a few. Maybe a few from Biden. I, maybe that's the plan with Trump. Maybe he hit up Trump on the phone was like, yo, I'm about to run for president. Let me take, <laughs> let me help you out. Let me help you out. You're my brother. Dragon energy. You know what I'm saying? Dragon energy. You you got some dragon energy, Trump? And he uh, uh, and he said, I'm going to run. Take the black vote away from, 
from Biden and uh, help you win. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But to say that the only reason Kanye is running is to help Trump out might be. It could be true in like. And this is 2020, man. Like anything can happen at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say it would never happen, but that is very unlikely to me. Mm, I think it's just him going through the motions of being Kanye. Kanye will be Kanye for as long as Kanye's Kanye did. Like, and like I said, he has bipolar disorder. He is diagnosed mentally disabled to, to, and I don't want to say discredit him for, for his disabilities and stuff like that. I think he needs help. That's what he needs. Mm -hmm. But to take his bid for the presidency, 100% 100% seriously and not take into account his mental illness, which is a real thing. I think that is insane. 100% insane. So do you think it's insane that he's being allowed to run as a presidential um, candidate, even though he's been diagnosed with um, the mental illness? <sighs> not, not at all. Um, some people have called for, you know, having a standardized test, standardized test to be a president, um, saying you have to pass a mental health test to be the president or to even run for the president. Um, I don't think that should be the case. I think anyone, uh, if they have the knowledge or the platform or the uh, or the will to be the president, I think anyone should be able to run for president. Um but the the truth is Kanye's too late. Kanye's way too mm-hmm. late. And I, I agree. I think he's way too late to go anywhere with this presidential campaign. Yeah. You know, we're having the election in uh three months now. Three months. Holy crap. Three about three and a half months. I don't want <laughs> we should not have started this podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be on Twitter for the next three months. That is crazy. It's going to be a wild ride. Now, <laughs> back to the standardized sure. testing. I have, I have a question for you. Oh, so, yeah. it's it's a little well known that a lot of um, politicians are, mm-hmm. in fact, sociopaths because they become so enamored in their trying to get a higher position of power that they stop trusting the people around them, start questioning them, and mm-hmm. they think everything it becomes a conspiracy around them. Mm-hmm. That nobody is there to help them, but actually to take them out and try to take the position from them. Yeah. Do you think that, you know, maybe we should have a standard testing for that? Do you think, we sh- or do you think we should like maybe, you know, have better like mental health um, just available? Then, you know, doctors available for these politicians that, you know, maybe they should go to therapy or something like that if they're diagnosed, but they could still maybe be eligible to run. What do you think about that? Um, do I think politicians need help? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think 100% every single politician in our country, Democrat or Republican, needs mental help. 100%. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look at this country and look how far we have come in the past four years, it's crazy. Like, the the division in this country is crazy. Um, I think every politician needs more help on, on the mental side for sure. Um, 
I, I, I don't like the idea of putting restrictions on the presidency at all. Like, if you want to run for the presidency, if you want to run for the office of the president, I think you should be able to. And I think that is where the public comes in. And that is the safety. That is the biggest safety of all. Do I think Kanye will ever be president? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say no, because I don't think anyone thought Trump would be president, you know? Yeah. And anything this year has proven anything can happen. This past Absolutely. four years has, has proven anything can happen. In our wildest dreams, anything can happen. So I don't want to say, I don't want to rule out anything. and I don't want to be clipped in the future being saying Kanye West will never be president, you know, and (laughs) then he's president in, in four years, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think Kanye needs help specifically and I need, I need someone to go up to Kanye. Like I need Kim to start taking up some responsibility here. I need her to start talking to Kanye for real. Be like, listen, dude, you're sleeping on the couch. If you don't get your act together, if you stop Mm -hmm. taking your meds, you're sleeping on the couch. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like for real, this, I need Kanye to be good. (laughs) I need Kanye to, to shape up. I need him to just get a handle on life because after the life of Pablo, nothing has been the same. Nothing has been the same. Okay. Mm -hmm. He has been on tangents. We have been on the wild Kanye West ride ever since the life of Pablo. It has been crazy. Absolutely. So to answer your question, no, no testing. (laughs) No testing. Okay. So now, now let's go further on the Kanye train. So let's Mm -hmm. say Kanye does become our president, right? Yeah. Now let's talk about, that's a scary world. Let's talk about, the first lady, Kim Kardashian. Oh my gosh. What do you think to be some consequences of that specifically? Honestly, I think we already have someone very, I I think Kim, Kim Kardashian has proven herself much smarter than she acts in the past couple years. She has, she has gone to the president and, and, partitioned for prison reform she has made millions and millions of dollars i think a lot of people give kim kardashian a lot of crap that 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 is not particularly due to her you know she acts like this dumb blonde bimbo on on oh my god i can't say that (laughs) she acts like this on tv right I don't think that's really her. I think maybe that's a, a an aspect of her personality. But I think there's a lot more to Kim Kardashian than a lot of people give her credit. Uh, yes, she is. There's been tweets and stuff on Twitter the past couple of weeks about her being like 90% plastic. I don't. <laughs> that's just mean. <laughs> Right. She is a good looking woman, no matter which way, which way you like slice it. Uh, I think she's fine. Um, her being the first, the first lady, I think we already have someone very similar in the role already. I think Melania is, uh, this is not a, an insult in any way, shape or form. I think Melania and Kim have a lot of similarities. They're very, uh, beautiful women, uh, married to very, 
interesting men. <laughs> um, and I think I think they would both fall into similar similar platforms and similar roles. Not to say that they are entirely the same because they are definitely not. Um, but I think they would fall into similar roles. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I, I've noticed that um, the new the newest first lady, Millennia, hasn't. Mm-hmm. I would I beg to say hasn't done as much as the the first ladies that we've seen in this past um millennium. Yeah. Since since I've been alive, you know, I've I've really only experienced Michelle Obama and she was very public. She was on Disney Channel for God's sakes. You can you <laughs> could not Channel. escape her her face. She was telling you to go outside and run laps around your house. You could not escape (laughs) Michelle Obama. Uh, Did you think Kim Kardashian would take up a similar role as millennia? You just kind of, I'd beg to say exist. Now that I think about it, I don't think so. I think maybe, maybe a, a balancing act, but between Michelle and Melania, I think Kim Kardashian would be a bit more vocal than Melania has been. And Melania has had a few campaigns of her own, like the anti-bullying campaign, which sort of got shut down because her husband is Donald Trump. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And stuff like that. Uh, It would be interesting to see where that goes, Mm -hmm. to say the the very least. Now, here's another question about Kim Kardashian. We -hmm. all know the popular show... Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think the show should be allowed to exist with her on it? Like, you know, that if, if she's the first Jesus lady, Lord, they obviously stay the, in the White House. Do you think that, that the show should be, be allowed to continue inside the White House? That would be insane to have keeping up with the Kardashians in the White House. <laughs> Holy crap. I just thought of that. <gasps> You think some very bad wow. things happened from there? I I don't see how it could continue. Like like every other president has had to like Jimmy Carter sold off his farm, I think. Uh like and Trump has had to divulge his his businesses to his to his uh sons and daughters. I don't think maybe I don't know how what the what the exact regulations are on the first lady. I know with the president, they have to um, divulge all their assets that could, like, you know, conflict with the presidency. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would work with Kim Kardashian. If in 2024 we had keeping up with the Kardashians White House editions, I think I would die. I think that would be the end for me. I think I would jump out my window. <laughs> For sure, 100%. There would definitely be some crazy antics. <laughs> just say For the sure. least. Just to, to say, say the least. least. Oh. All right, do you want to talk about talk about our last topic tonight? I think For this our, is the strangest topic ever. This is definitely the strangest topic of the week by far. So this all started with a tweet. Let me quote this for you. They all have socialist teeth showing in their avatars too. And in the comments, we have a thread. So we have person A and person B, right? So person A tweeted it, the original comment. And this is person B replying, socialist teeth? 
And so person eight goes on to say oversized bear teeth, normally looking down at the viewer. These are just some grabbed photos in about five minutes. And he shows a big collage of furries with teeth and some may only bear teeth because of the anti-police ribbon. <laughs> but there are many more examples if you look. So they're saying that these furries teeth are socialist teeth that they're, you know, they're claiming to be socialist, um, anti capitalism anti-police and coming this is coming all claims from the right wing of the political spectrum and Mm. somehow in the midst of all of this k-pop was added to Mm -hmm. the mix now Uh, i I mean it's twitter though it's twitter (laughs) it's k-pop gets added to everything (laughs) now nathan i know you and i have looked at some of the examples uh yeah, this was well, when was this trending? This was trending like two days ago, this, this uh, and it was like, at like number four or six. It was around there. I think it was on the eighth or ninth. Okay, it was insane. But I just got to say one thing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Furry artists are talented, <laughs> but no, that's not me. <laughs> I'm not a furry, but like looking through all of these uh, tweets. I was impressed by much of the art. <laughs> and when you clicked on this on this tag, that's all you saw was just furry art after furry art after furry art after furry art. That is that is literally all you saw. It was kind of incredible. It was <laughs> it, it was incredible. And for it to be trending so high. Mhm. It was trending high. It was trending long and the timeline just went and went and went and went. And it was all very high quality, too. That's the thing. is like, Dude, that's I, the thing. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I never knew that furry artists were this talented. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. For I never sure. expected this much and this much talent. Dude, do you know how... If they could just get off their butts... <laughs> You know how much great stuff could be made. <laughs> I'm just saying, not to not to disfreeze, not to disfreeze. Y'all have your place, but like, y'all have some serious talent. Go out and and get together and make like a fully f- animated cartoon. Because an, an an animated oh. cartoon in that style, dude, that would be incredible. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> y'all would put all these South Korean animation studios to shame all these all these outsourced all these outsourced animation studios that all these uh american companies go to y'all would put them all to shame if y'all could just get together and and make something incredible because this is, all of this art was incredible <laughs> this is the best idea i've ever heard i For would real. just watch it over and over again the, the production of quality stuff of, in this the, yeah. Just the quality of everything would be beyond what anybody else could accomplish. This is pe- this is stuff people are doing in their free time just because they love that character so much. They love the character that they have created for themselves. They love mm-hmm. this persona so much. And we're not even talking about like the socialist teeth aspect of this. <laughs> they are all fighting against... <laughs> against capitalism with their teeth their furry teeth <laughs> which i think is very fitting i think it's super fitting uh i'm i'm honestly honestly i'm pro capitalism just to put my 
my perspective out there, but I can get behind this. (laughs) (laughs) I can can 100% get behind this. If this was actual socialism, I actually, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just, just applaud to the furry community because, you know, I went through that entire thread and not one person was like, Oh, this guy's such an idiot. It was, it was all very joking. Like, it, to be honest, it was pretty wholesome. Dude, yes, yes. Okay, of 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 all all the communities, I think for some reason, furries are very wholesome. Like they get a bad rap sometimes. I I think furries are are interesting to say the least. I think the whole community's ideas as a whole are interesting, mm-hmm. but you can't you can't deny that within the community online, online only, because if you know about a forest and all that, (laughs) (laughs) online, they're very wholesome Mm -hmm. for the most part. I have to definitely agree with that. At least, at least the, at least the safer work stuff. Let's, let's not talk about the NSFW stuff. Do you want to, you want to talk about um, the number one trending on Twitter this week with our with a special oh, guest yes. real quick. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. A real, very real, real quick. Um, so in the U S one of the most interesting things that I found this week was hashtag rip Ellen. And, um, this hashtag was filled with many people sharing their grief over the death of, uh, beloved celebrity Ellen DeGeneres. As yes, we all know, she sad. died this week. She mm-hmm. definitely dis- was deceased this week. Uh, and many people shared uh, their their own photos of uh, their favorite photos of Ellen, including, um, you know, Fred. You know, you know, yeah, remember, you, you Fred remember Fred? Yeah, from YouTube. Also, um, that guy from Hannah Montana. He was on was that in, Carly. Was in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what the chef guy? What's his What's his name? Oh my gosh! Um, oh my gosh! Who swears a lot? Oh my gosh! Hold oh, Gordon Ramsay. I forgot. Gordon Ramsay. They shared uh, pictures of Gordon Ramsay. Mm, I mean, yes. uh, Ellen DeGeneres. That's I'm sorry. That, yes, Ellen DeGeneres. Up. Yes, Ellen, De, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> it's basically just Rip Ellen and a bunch of memes with guys with feminine faces and short blonde hair that's basically all this <laughs> just to clarify was on there ellen is not actually dead. ellen is not actually dead <laughs> how Perry's this started on here. we don't know but how this started i have zero clue but it is the greatest thing i've it seen it is one week. of the greatest things i've seen in this past month at least it is it is hilarious <laughs> and i think i think that's it i think that's it for this week and i think that's Uh, it i think we've we've talked about many different things it's been a spicy episode to say Mm -hmm. the least i want to thank you guys for joining us on our first very pilot episode we hope to do more of these in the future and if uh Mm -hmm. you want to check us out you can check us out on twitter at the trending tab we'll be uh Mm -hmm. soon to be posting fun stuff on there yep and you can uh, you can follow me, uh, Nathan Dyke, on Twitter, Twitch, and everything else. Basically, uh, you can catch the trending tab on Twitch uh, live uh, at Nathan Dyke as well. 
Uh, continue to look forward to us. You can find us on iTunes, or not iTunes, sorry, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, and uh, we'll see what else. Yeah, so, we'll yeah, hopefully we will. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys. Bye.